Hey friends, welcome to the Planet Podcast, aligning you in your mindset, nutrition, and wellness. I'm your host, Melanie Barrett, a holistic nutritionist, life, and health coach that is obsessed with helping women to confidently believe and trust in themselves to create positive change in all avenues of life. When it comes to feeling overwhelmed, being crippled by anxiety, paralyzed by what foods to eat, and how the hell to live a balanced, healthy life, I've been through it all and know that struggle personally. This is why I've dedicated my life to helping others just like you to make this world a better place, one mindset shift at a time. Welcome to today's episode. So in today's episode, we're going to be kind of diving into building out and eating nutrient-dense meals, and we're going to kind of break it down into a couple different sections. So what it looks like is we're going to first dive into what the proper portion sizes are for your individual DNA, and then we're going to go into what kind of food should be on your plate. So we're going to go into different categories, and within this food, we're going to be talking about blood sugar levels and satiety and a bunch of fun different things. So what's cool is this is a really awesome system that you can use and you can take anywhere. And it doesn't matter if your goal is weight loss, if your goal is just getting healthier, it kind of goes to the spectrum of both things. Obviously losing weight, it's healthier too, but you know what I mean? So yeah. So let's just kind of dive in there. So we're going to start with talking about portion sizes for your individual DNA. So I'm going to talk about women's first. And when I talk about the women's, you just want to double it for men's. So What you want to do is when you're building out your plate and you're eating with your portion sizes, what you want to do is your protein source is actually going to be the size of your palm. So if you go ahead and look at your hand for a second and you look at your palm, like if you were to take your fingers off, look at your palm. And so your protein source would be the size of your palm and the thickness of your palm. So as you can see, it's actually not as much as you think. So you could even look down at your hand and be like, oh, dang, I've been eating way too much. So this will really help give you a really good estimate to kind of see where you're at. And if it if your goal is weight loss or something like that, you know, you would just want to maybe cut that in half or maybe, you know, take a little piece of that off so you don't have as much. So that's kind of what you do with your protein. And your protein can be anything like, tofu or it could be a chicken breast or something like that. And then also for men, you just want to double that. So men would get two palms. So that's that. And then the next one we want to look into would be your carb source. So that would be one cup tan. So take your hands and kind of hold it in like a little cup, like, you know, when you're putting your two hands together, like for somebody to put something in your hands. So you just do one little cup tan and within what fits within that little cupped area is your carb source. Now your carb source could be anything like a a rice or a quinoa or it could be a fruit or something like that. So you kind of have like a little bit of an idea of what that looks like. And then for men, it's double. It's just two. And then your next one would be, so if you make a fist, you could look and see that's pretty big. And this is what I recommend to do for your veggie source. Now with your veggies, I sometimes you can even double it up. It just depends on like what your goals are. And we'll kind of dive into that in a little bit and the differences and where you can mix and match and play with it. But just so you can see like one fist. So that's, it's a pretty big portion size. And this is what your veggie would be. And that could be anything like a Brussels sprout or a, I don't know, broccoli or something like that, just to kind of throw it out there. And then your next one would be your fat source. And that's actually one thumb. So hold up your thumb and look at it. You're going to see that's actually pretty small. So that's only probably about, you know, five to seven almonds that, you know, is an eighth of an avocado. So it's actually not quite as high as you would think, but it's 
it does pack a punch and that's like where you want your fat to be. So you could look at your hand and be like, wow, I've been eating like triple that. So that could be like, okay, that's why I'm not losing weight. So that makes a lot of sense. You know, fat's really good. It's really good for your, for your brain and your heart. But at the same time, you know, it's about really getting the right portion sizes and amounts. So that's kind of what it looks like when you use your portion sizes. So, and then what's cool about the system is that it's on your hand, your hand goes everywhere you go. So it's pretty easy. And then what you can do is if your goal is, you know, getting healthier, you can go by those portion sizes. And, you know, this is something that you just want to, you know, switch it up throughout the day as, you know, you just, as you're having your meals, you want to look at your hand and, you know, by switching it up, it could be something like, okay, I'm going to add a little bit more, you know, veggies here or a little bit more carb here and I'm going to cut back on protein. So that's kind of what it looks like, but roughly give or take, this is a really good system to use. And if you, if your goal is weight loss, you could, you know, cut your portion sizes down. Like you could cut your carb source in half and maybe up your lean protein a little bit more if you want it. Because when you cut stuff down, you still want to make sure that you're tackling satiety. And that's most important. Satiety just means in general, just feeling full. And that's what's, it really helps. And for your body to register that it's full, it takes a full 20 minutes to register. So by that, if you look at it, if you eat really, really quickly, sometimes, you know, if you eat dinner and you're sitting down and you're like, nom, 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 and you eat it so fast that, you know, 10 minutes go by and you're like, oh, I need, you know, you go up for seconds. And what tends to happen is if you would have ate that slower and taken that 20 minutes to eat your food, you would have realized, oh man, like I was totally, totally already full. And then that'll make things just make a little bit more sense to you where you're like, okay, I understand. So by dialing it back and slowing down and being a little bit more mindful with your food, you'll realize, okay, I was full. I didn't eat. So it'll stop you and prevent you from eating that extra 800 calories, 500 calories or whatever it is, fill in the blank. So it's a really powerful tool that you can use moving forward. And then what we'll do is kind of look at it in terms, we'll take it to the next step is I'd like to go over the different categories and kind of what they look like for what you want to aim to get on your plate. And with that, we're in the first one we're going to go over and dive into is protein. So as I said, your protein source is the size of your palm. So just take your fingers off, just hypothetically chop them off in your head. Um, and then the thickness of your palm. So that's what it would look like. And there's a lot of different ways that you can get protein in. So you can, and I just personally like to go with lean protein. For me, I try to go as much plant-based as I can, but you know, sometimes in a pinch, it can be hard. I know I have a very picky toddler at home. Well, he's not that picky. He's actually pretty great, but sometimes he can be picky. So, you know, I try to like play around and do different stuff. So you could do lean protein meats like chicken or turkey or fish, and then a plant-based protein could be something like hemp or tofu or something like that. So you can get an idea of you're like, okay, that's what it looks like and where you can get it. And then the next one I go into is fats. So I said your fat is your thumb. So just look at your thumb. As I said, it's not that big, but fat is so important to include in every meal. And even when you're cooking, for example, let's say you're making – whip up a meal quickly in my head. Let's say you're making some scrambled eggs. There's your protein and you cook it in avocado oil. There's your fat. So those are two things where a lot of times we don't think to include, oh, I used fat while I was cooking because, you know, oil is fat. We don't think about that. So that's an easy way to kind of get your fat into your meal without like trying to put oil on the side or eat olives all the time. But fat can be something along the lines of an avocado, olives, nuts, chia seeds, stuff like that. And the next one for me, 
I think is so important is fiber. And fiber is something that most Americans do not get enough of. Believe it or not, most of us get enough protein. Unless, you know, there's a time and a place where some people are not getting enough protein. I actually wasn't for a little while. I was diagnosed anemic. So quickly for my story, what happened is, I don't know if anybody can resonate with this. So what I was doing was I tried to eat more plant-based. And for a while there, my stomach through, so we recently moved to Austin, Texas. And through the move and all the stuff and just craziness, packing things up, I, you know, was eating more plant-based. But what happened was I was eating beans and like, grains to make, you know, my essential amino acids to get all my foods together or to get my proper protein sources. And what happened was, is I was, I kind of stopped eating beans as much because I was having a hard time with digestion just because I was so stressed out. So I kind of cut back on the beans and I didn't quite properly replace them. So therefore it started to kind of kick into gear with anemia. So it can happen. And for me, I wasn't getting enough protein. So now I'm actually using like a hemp protein in my shake in the morning. So that kind of helps bridge the gap. But that's a, a time and a place where sometimes you're not getting enough protein. But for the most part, a lot of us get a lot of protein and we're not getting enough fiber. And the thing with fiber that is fiber is the most crucial thing because A, it fills you up. You will feel super full if you eat a lot of fiber. Has anybody ever had like a fiber one bar where you're like, oh God, I feel like crap afterwards because it's so filling. So Fiber is something that I definitely feel like when you incorporate and bring it in, it's something you want to do slowly. It's not something you just want to like bring in all the fiber at once. Your body's going to be like, whoa, slow down. This is too much for me. So it'll really help just fill you up. It's just something you want to do gradually over time and incorporate it. So with fiber, it I it essentially helps eliminate toxins. So as I said, not only does it fill you up and make you feel full, it also so then you eat less, but it also helps clean house and eliminate toxins. So the more fiber you get, fibers is like helps bind everything and clean house inside your intestines and kind of get it all out and help you go to the bathroom. And when you go to the bathroom, that's eliminating toxins. So that's a system that you want to make sure you're going every day and keeping things moving and fiber will really help you tackle those. So with fiber, it can come in so many different sources. So it can be anywhere from fruits, vegetables, beans, and like legumes. And for me personally, I just try to get it from veggies. And reason being is that it packs the most nutrient dense punch. And it also isn't very high in calories. So I feel like it's a win-win overall. And yeah, you just, you just can't go wrong with fiber. As I said, it's something you want to slowly bring in. You don't want to go too crazy in it at first. And then the last category I like to look at is color variety. And I always joke about eating the rainbow and I'm not talking about Skittles, although I know we all love Skittles, but, and it's but when it comes to color variety, it's so helpful. And the more color, different colors you get within every meal, the different micronutrients you're getting because every plant, every along those lines, whether it's a fruit or a vegetable, they add different colors and those different colors do different things for your body. So really switching it up and trying to have fun and playing with different things is really helpful. So you can, when it comes to color variety, it just is that could be fruits, it could be vegetables, you could just mix and match and have fun. So for example, how I was talking about scrambled eggs, like to build out a complete meal as a whole. So let's say, let me pull it out of my head here. Da, da, da. So you would take avocado oil, has a really high burn point. It's really great, very nutrient dense. So you're cooking your scrambled eggs in the avocado oil. 
Then you would say you cut up a red pepper and put it on the side to have with it. So right there you have your color variety, you're going to have your fiber, you're going to have your protein and your fat all right there within that. And then you could sprinkle some chia seeds and hemp seeds and flax seeds on top for a little bit more nutrients. And then there you go. You get some omegas in there, then you're adding some more fiber. So just a great way to like so there's a quick nutrient-dense breakfast that you could whip up and kind of have everything that you need to tackle satiety and kind of honor yourself. So hopefully as a whole, like that system makes sense. And then what we can do is I actually want to take it a little step further. So what we're going to do is I want to talk about going into meal prepping a little bit. And I feel like meal prepping is a powerful tool to really help take things to the next level. So as you kind of look at everything that we've talked about here. So first we dived in. And we talked about how portion sizes for yourself and what's best and what you should be doing. And then we took it next to say what should be on your plate and what that should look like. And now we're going to go into a little bit about meal prepping. So the cool thing about meal prepping is it's a way to set yourself up for success. Because a lot of times, most of us end up like it will we'll have a really good intention in our head. We're like, okay, I want to be really healthy this week. I'm going to do this and this and this. And you know, by like Tuesday night, you're super tired. You got home or you open up the fridge. There's nothing there. And you're like, eh, F it. I'm just going to get some takeout, right? We do it all the time. I mean, I know we're all guilty of it, me included. So by setting yourself up for success, what that does is it really helps you tackle that gray area of coming home and being like, okay, there's nothing to eat. You know, you play the game where you go into the refrigerator, you sit back down, you go back into the refrigerator hoping something would just appear in there. Oh God, how many times have you all done that? But what it does is it'll help you really be like, okay, I'm hungry. So you go into the fridge and let's say you meal prep and you, you know, you make a couple different protein sources in there. You make some different veggies, you have some fruit cut up, you have some snacks ready to go and just some stuff in there. So you like, don't have to like stress out. You don't have to struggle. So you're like, oh man, I'm hungry. So you go in the fridge and you pull out, you know, a chicken breast that you made that's already ready to go. And then, you know, you grab a, you know, you made some, just say some broccoli or you made Brussels sprouts. So you grab some Brussels sprouts and then you made some black beans. You pull out some black beans, you put it all on a plate and you're like, okay, well you cook the chicken breast and a little bit of avocado oil. So it has like, it's fat source on there. And then you have your protein and then you have your beans and your, so here's your fiber and then your veggies have the fiber and then you have your color variety. And then maybe you'll throw in, you know, let's say cut up red pepper something on there too so a little bit more color boom like it's everything that you need it's a complete meal and it's set up and done because you would say you cut up some peppers already too as like a snack to go with hummus so there's a way that you went into the fridge everything's prepared and ready to go so you could have different let's say you grilled up some tofu so there's some tofu in there is another option and I said you cut up a bunch of peppers and maybe some celery so there's like a snack that's ready to be made but you could also double up and use that to go with your dinner so it's stuff like that but going in and just meal prepping and setting yourself up for success so when it comes to meal prepping, how I like to look at it and what I usually do is I usually prep on Sundays and, you know, I carve out an hour or two. I'll kind of plan out what I'm going to get first. I'm like, okay, this is what I think we're going to eat this week and just have like a kind of idea in my head, whether I make a big batch of stir fry or if you're going to make some vegetarian chili, whatever it is and what it looks like for you and, you know, what your family likes, what you enjoy. And that's the cool thing about meal prepping is it's not a one size fits all. You can do whatever you know, you guys like, and then just make, is it's about just batching bigger 
meals and then just having them ready to go in containers. So that way you can take a little of this, you take a little of that. So as I said, what I like to do is set out a couple hours aside on Sundays and I said, I get my food, I get it, all my groceries ready. And then I have my husband hang out with my son and I'm like, okay, I put in AirPods and I just go for the gold and you know, I'll be using the air fryer. I'll be making some chicken over here and maybe I'll be baking some tofu in the oven, whatever it is. I kind of use all the different sources. So I make two to three different proteins and then I make anywhere from three to five different veggies. It just depends on who's eating them, what I want, what everybody just is enjoying at that time. And then, you know, I'll make some type of grain, whether it's rice or rice noodles, or I'll make some quinoa, something like that. Or sometimes I'll even enjoy cauliflower rice, which I know is not a grain, but I like to mix it with a grain. So I'm not getting as many carbs. And as I said, all kind of just depends on your goals and where you're trying to go. So having those all set up, and then I like to cut up a bunch of different veggies to have them ready to go and dip, whether you're using like a hummus or I like to use salsa to dip with celery. And then sometimes I'll add a little horseradish in there just to give it an extra kick. So it all just kind of depends on your individual needs, your taste buds, what you like. But by going in and doing that stuff, what's cool is that, let's say, you know, you made a batch of stir fry. So like on Monday, you could have stir fry. And then let's say you made spaghetti. Um, so then you have like, you know, noodles and meatballs or something like that. So you can mix and match and kind of grab things on different days. And then usually meal prepping will last about three to four days in the fridge and stay very fresh. So then usually by like Thursday or Friday, I'll kind of come to the end of my food and then I'm like, okay, well maybe we'll do takeout tonight or something like that. Or I'll do like another quick mini meal prep on like Thursday. And what helps with that is it if you really, and it just depends on your goals. And that's what's magical and cool about meal prepping is it's just really about where, where you're trying to go with this. You can go really extreme, have everything set out in containers and portioned out and, and like with measurements and stuff like that. If you're really trying to lose weight, like if you're prepping for a show or something like that, or if you're really just trying to be very strict on your calorie intake, then you're like, okay, this is where I really want to be and I want to lose weight and I want to do it within this like time frame. So here's more of a structured way with that. Or like for me personally, I'm in a maintaining kind of intuitive eating state. So I just kind of grab things as they go on how I feel. But as I said, I've been able to keep myself in this place so it works well. But it's what's cool about intermixing is it all just depends on your goals, where you're trying to go, what you're trying to do. So, you know, if you're trying to lose weight, let's let's cut down your protein source a little bit or let's cut down your carb source a little bit. Don't try to cut carbs out. Carbs out all the way, guys. It's not good for you. We need carbs. Carbs are energy. I know it's so hard. We'll have an episode all dedicated to the diet world. But that will at least in in general, what's cool is that this is a way to kind of look at where, okay, this is going to fit my individual needs. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to maintain whatever it is. You can kind of mix and match and have fun with it, but really setting yourself up for success is the key overall to, to, to living a healthier life. Cause it's like, okay, I'm just trying to maintain, but I just want to be healthier. Then it's still about, you know, having some structure in there. And a lot of times, a lot of us tend to forget that structure is so important. It's just not about being as rigid in our structure, but having that will help us really just set ourselves up for success to feel better. And that's really what is most important at the end of the day. So really taking your time to said prep your food, really figure it out. And then you put the next layer in and you're like, okay, so now I have to make sure that I'm making the right foods. So I just have to look at these four categories of 
you know, protein, fat, fiber, and color variety. Where can I get these sources from? And that's how I really look at with meal prepping. So these are my four categories. And then I'm like, okay, how can I make my protein? What protein sources am I going to make? How am I going to make my fats? What sources am I going to make? And then you look at it and you're like, okay, what fiber sources am I going to make? And then, okay, what color variety? How can I mix and match some colors to get more micronutrients in my diet? So that's kind of how you look at it. And then you take the last piece and you're like, okay, now I have all my food made. I figured out what I'm going to do. I'm setting myself up for success. Now I'm going to add in that last layer is, okay, what are my portion sizes going to look like for me? And what are my goals? And then ask yourself, if is it, is it weight loss? Is it just getting healthier? Is it maintaining? Whatever it is, you can mix and match. And that's what I love about the system is that it's catered to your individual needs and your body's individual DNA. So it's like, okay, this is this is my hand size, so this is actually the portion size that's gonna work for me. Because if you look at Joe Schmo's hand, his hand might be 10 times bigger, or Sally Sue's might be like, you know, super, super small. So that's the difference is that it will kind of go with your body's individual needs. So kind of really paying attention to those systems and kind of using them interchangeably, like, you know, however you feel you're gravitated towards and what works best for you. And you'll be able just to set yourself up for success. And that's what it's about. It's just having good structure to understand what you like and really moving forward with your goals and where you're trying to go. But it said, just really figuring out what your goals are and where you're trying to go with it will help you so much. So I really hope this episode helped make things just make a little bit more sense for you. And if you do want to take it the extra mile, I do have, if you go into my Instagram bio, there is a link in there for a meal prep guide that I made. So just click on that and you can instantly download it. And this meal prep guide will pretty give you, it's way more in detail and structure to really help you figure out how to meal prep, where to get started, how to build out your list and just like the whole nine yards. So yeah, check that out. If you feel like you want some extra help or just send me a message, I'm here to connect with you guys. So I'm really, I'm really pumped to bring this information out and I really hope it helps. So I will see you guys soon in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you love what you heard, please leave me a review and share this episode with someone you feel may benefit. For more inspiration, join the conversation with me on Instagram at planahead.co. There you will find a link in my bio to my free mindful and meal prep guide that'll kickstart your wellness journey today. Until next time, remember, even through your hardest days, we are all made of stardust.